You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron live with Ethan Haristadulu. What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to more of the Greeks Gridiron. I am Ethan Hursadulu, and today on this July 7th, 2022, I'm coming at you guys with a read and react video regarding yesterday's big news as Baker Mayfield is no longer a Cleveland Brown, and he has been traded to the Carolina Panthers in what was a unsurprising deal that we've all kind of been waiting on for the last few, I would say, it feels like a month or so now, two months now, since Deshaun Watson was brought in to the Cleveland organization. Now, there's a lot to get into about this as, as far as like the nitty-gritty goes, how this affects some things, so make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and comment down below. How do you feel the Browns are going to fare now that Deshaun Watson is their QB1 definitively, and with him facing potential suspension, is, you know, Jacoby Brissett going to be able to hold them afloat? Let me know what you guys think on that, and how do you think the Panthers made out on this trade here? I would love to hear your guys' opinions. Now, for this trade, I mean... It, like I said, it wasn't really anything of a surprise. We kind of knew this was coming here. I did hear some people here and there talking about how maybe Baker Mayfield potentially tries to stick around in Cleveland to maybe play out one more season if Deshaun Watson's suspension was long enough. I never really bought into that narrative. It never really made sense to me. It just felt like that bridge was so far burned that there was it was irreparable at that point. There was no way that these two sides could come to an agreement and have Baker Mayfield play again for another season. I felt like Baker Mayfield was probably just a little too hurt. The Browns clearly were all in on Deshaun Watson, and it just never made sense to really keep like a headache or something like that kind of around the organization because it just kind of felt like a dark cloud sitting over Cleveland that needed to be addressed, and obviously a separation needed to happen there. Now, Tom Pellicero reported that the Panthers will be receiving Baker Mayfield as the Browns get a 2024, yeah, that's that's two drafts from now, that's not next year, that's the year after, a 2024 conditional fifth round selection, which can turn into a fourth round selection if Baker Mayfield plays up to 70% of the snaps or more this season for the Carolina Panthers. Now, if you remember, the Colts did something like this, similar with Carson Wentz. I don't remember if the number was 70 or 75%. I think it was 70, but I feel like it was also 75. I'm not 100% sure. But similar situation where the Colts traded a second-round pick that became a first as Carson Wentz ended up being their starter for the majority of the season. So what's interesting to me is that we knew that this selection probably wasn't going to end up being a high one because... Obviously, the, you know, Cat was out of the bag. Baker Mayfield wants out. Browns don't want him there. They just went and traded for Deshaun Watson. So, you know, obviously a, a move was going to happen eventually. I'm just surprised that the Panthers gave up a fifth round pick two years from now, potentially a fourth, two years from now, and not even in next year's draft. The lack of value that the Browns received from for Baker Mayfield is is rather shocking to me. And, you know, I understand he's coming off a tough season and, you know, there's questions about his maturity. But just the year prior, I mean, he at least for that season, he played to arguably close to a top 10 quarterback level. I mean, they were Browns were in the playoffs. They were rolling. They took down the Steelers like there were, you know, they nearly beat the Chiefs as well. It, it's just surprising to me that. One bad season really derailed Baker's kind of value altogether for the Browns there. It was a little bit shocking to me. I'm not sitting here saying that he's, you know, the, one of the best quarterbacks in the league at this moment. But, I mean, he did have quite the high level of play the year prior to this past season. So a little bit surprised with how that shook out. The Browns also had to fork over $10.5 million of Baker Mayfield's money there. They do save about $8 million in the trade. And the Panthers are only going to end up paying him about $5 million, which works out because I believe they're giving... 
Sam Darnold, funny enough, is it like 18 or $19 million in guaranteed money? Because rather than just waiting to see if Sam Darnold panned out for them, they just doubled down, went all in, and took his fifth-year option up, which is mind-boggling to me that they did that. In hindsight, it does not really make any any sense for them to have done that other than just to like we to, to try to say we are all in on Sam Darnold, but it it really did not make sense business wise for them to do so. And I I don't really remember them there being a real reason for them having to do it other than just that point alone. Which again, silly at the end of the day. Baker Mayfield even gave up three point five million dollars that he could earn back in incentives. So I mean, altogether the Panthers, like in terms of like Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield, you're paying roughly what is that five million plus eighteen or nineteen million, like twenty three, twenty four million dollars for your like two top end quarterbacks. That's not that's not a bad deal considering what quarterbacks, especially really good ones, are going for right now. That's quite a steal. And if Baker Mayfield gets close to the form that he was not last year but the year prior, you know the Panthers could have a real opportunity to at least be maybe somewhat of a threat in the in the NFC South. There, I mean the Saints. We still have to see how Jameis Winston's going to look like you know coming back from his ACL injury the Buccaneers are obviously going to be the Buccaneers and the Falcons have a lot of question marks themselves so I mean there is a window to be like the number two team in the NFC South for the Panthers now here's the deal I understand that Baker Mayfield you know did not look great last season tough year he went six and eight only 3,010 yards 17 touchdowns 13 picks six fumbles he had 19 turnovers altogether completion percentage was sitting at 60 and a half uh, and he's coming off a surgery to repair a torn labrum and a shoulder fracture there's a lot of question marks surrounding him but you know one of the first questions that come to mind is like you you know did the Panthers get a good deal in this trade and I mean I, I have to go ahead and say yes I mean you get a guy who is a first-round selection who has a little bit of a up-and-down history as far as his career trajectory goes. You know, he broke the rookie touchdown record for passing touchdowns and then, you know, had kind of a down year, then had a really good third year, and then ultimately an injury-riddled fourth season that, you know, brought us to where we are today. I do think, though, that if I was to pick, like, a way-too-early winner of this trade just based off of face value and, and, and kind of the parts that were moved in this trade credit to the Panthers for being patient and not letting the Browns kind of push their weight around to try to get more for this deal. Because one, you traded a fifth round selection. That's probably going to end up being a fourth. At this point, you you kind of assume that if Baker Mayfield's going there, you're expecting him to get some playing time. So I'm going to assume fourth round selection two years from now for, excuse me, for a guy that could quite potentially be a legitimate QB one for your team going forward. I mean, yeah, Baker might have his issues and, you know, there's that real big question mark about maturity. I don't know if that's just smoke coming from the Browns or, and you know, trying to like justify the reason for moving on. I know that you know, when, you know, sometimes when players get labeled with maturity issues, it ends up being a whole deal and, you know, it can kind of ruin your reputation in the NFL. I mean, I like what Baker Mayfield does. I like what he brings to the table. I like the swagger he has, the way he plays. And when he's playing good, I mean, he can sling it with some of the best of them. Excuse me. I keep losing my voice there. But I just, I have a hard time believing that, you know, the the Browns really came out winners in this trade. You had to eat $10.5 million and you only got a a fifth round, potentially fourth, two years from now. Like, that is not what I thought Baker Mayfield was going to go for. I thought, you know, maybe 
a third round or fourth or similar like think Matt Ryan I mean third fourth round I know Matt Ryan's an established veteran but he's on the back end of his career like third round fourth round pick in next year's draft something like that but you know you have to wait two years to see the compensation and it might be a fifth round pick at worst like that's crazy to me uh, Mike Garofolo also reported that there will be a camp competition between Mayfield and Darnold and that brings me to another question is does Matt Coral also get a you know, a shot in that quarterback competition. Like how open is that competition? Is it Sam Darnold versus Baker Mayfield? Or is it, you know, a a trio of quarterbacks duking it out? Because, you know, third round rookie, imagine he upsets. That would be insanity. Imagine something like that happens where you're not really invested too much in Baker Mayfield. You bring him in and you get another, you know, solid potential prospect as your QB one there. But I mean, you have now Coral, you have, Mayfield, you have Darnold, who you pretty much kind of know what you're getting from Darnold at this point. You know, I was kind of excited to see what Darnold did with the Panthers last year, but, you know, the first three weeks were great. And then after that, not so great. And, you know, I'm, if you've watched my show and heard me talk about the Panthers, I'm not really the biggest fan of Matt Rule. And I'm kind of curious as to how he still has a job as a head coach in the NFL. But, you know, I don't make the decisions. Do I think that Joe Brady was kind of, you know, he did he take the bullet for the team last year during the season when they got rid of him and fired him? Kind of. I think that Matt Rule should have been the one out as well, but I'm assuming he gets one more year with one of these three quarterbacks to prove that, you know, he's not the problem and it was somebody else maybe. Uh, but ultimately, it'll be interesting to see how that quarterback competition shakes out because I, I would really love to see Coral get his fair shot and fair opportunity there. Uh, you know, I think he was a he's he's a solid overall quarterback prospect coming out of Ole Miss, and I think he does have some potential upside. But I think he needs a really good like like coaching scenario and supporting cast around him. And I don't know if the Panthers quite have that right now. If Christian McCaffrey comes back and he's healthy and ready to roll, you know, you also have DJ Moore there. So I don't want to act like there's nobody in the cupboard. Robbie Anderson, who, you know, tends to uh, talk a little too much on social media. There was a whole, you know, press conference with him talking to reporters the other day about what he said regards to Maker Maker Bayfield, excuse me, Baker Mayfield coming to the Panthers uh, back in like April or something like that. He said he was just trying to be a good teammate to Sam Darnold. Uh, Better to just leave those things unsaid, in my opinion, but it is what it is. It's what's said is said, and, you know, hopefully that doesn't strain a relationship between him and Baker if Baker ends up being QB1. Uh, But... I mean, at this point, I guess the real question is, can Baker return to top form in Carolina? Uh, you know, obviously remains to be seen. But if I had to take my guess, uh, I'm a little bit of a fan of Baker Mayfield. I, I, I will say that. Um, I, like I said, I love his swagger. And when he was playing really well, not last season, but the season before, I mean, I you have I have a hard time believing that the QB we saw just a couple of years ago is no longer there. Baker Mayfield showed some incredible willingness and toughness to put his body on the line and play through the injuries he was dealing with last season. And I just think that to to write him off as someone who can't come back and be an effective quarterback the way he was just the year prior. And like, like the way I look at it is like, you kind of have to take last season as sort of a wash. You can't like you can and you can't hold against him last season because of just the amount, like he was dealing with quite the serious injuries. He was wearing a shoulder girdle like all season. Like, so you can hold it against him for playing, but also you can't really hold it against him for wanting to help a a Browns team that on paper was pretty stacked and loaded for this season. I just, you know, 
I don't really knock him for wanting to at least try. And who was really going to take his place? You know, like, come on, let's be serious now. The Browns behind Baker Mayfield at quarterback was not really anything impressive and was not going to lead you to a playoff berth. So I can understand why he, you know, he... He did what he did. I think he potentially wins the quarterback battle at the end of the day. I do think among the three quarterbacks right now, he is probably the best out of the three. I don't expect Coral to just come out of the gates and outmatch Baker Mayfield. I mean, he has four years experience and he's had some couple of good years, especially, you know, his rookie season in that third year. So I do expect him to come out the winner. Sam Darnold, I don't know if they're going to be able to find a suitor for him or be able to move him and relieve themselves of any of that money at all. I don't really think that's possible, and I don't think anyone's really interested in Sam Darnold right now, but I do ultimately expect Baker Mayfield to win that competition, and I think the Panthers are hoping and giving Baker Mayfield every opportunity to win that quarterback competition because while you didn't really give up a lot, what a disaster it would be if Sam Darnold is beating out Baker Mayfield come, you know, training camp and heading into the preseason and into week one of the regular season. That would be an absolute disaster. But uh, I'd love to know what you guys think about this whole situation here. Baker Mayfield's a Panther now. The Browns have moved on from him. Clearly, Jacoby Brissett and company are going to be the guys they turn to now that Deshaun Watson is, you know, whatever suspension he ends up getting here, where it sounds like we're getting close. Hearing is all wrapped up. We're just kind of waiting to hear what it ends up being. And hopefully it's within the next like week or two because it's supposed to be by training camp and training camp starts fairly soon so we'll have to see how everything shakes out there but Browns decided to move on from Baker Uh, you know the rumors of him potentially playing or not rumors but like speculation rather are kind of put to rest that's not going to happen I never really thought that was going to happen but it was funny watching people talk about that what do you guys think does Baker come back does he come back strong does he fall on his face? How do things work out for him in Carolina? I would love to know what you guys think. My Browns fans, my Panthers fans, how are we feeling after this trade? Who do you think won? Who do you think lost? And every question in between. Does this make the Panthers a threat in the NFC? Does this kind of hurt the Browns not having, you know, someone like Baker Mayfield, who, again, just a couple of years ago looked really good and not be someone that they could maybe talk into backing up for Deshaun Watson if he ends up missing the whole season or even half the season, whatever it may end up being, that suspension. I'd love to hear what your guys' takes are. But that's it for me. I will catch you guys in the next video. Appreciate y'all for watching. Have a good one.